This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's World Sleep Day, and it would seem we don't sleep well in South Africa. I wish there could be some stats that make us look really good. On the line is Anton Kiet. He's the head of risk services at One Life. Anton, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Brad. Good morning to your listeners. Yeah, we like statistics that make South Africans look better, look good. We like good statistics. But now you've got statistics telling us that we really are a sleep-compromised nation. We're not sleeping enough, are we? No, Brad, we're not. Um, So um, as as an insurer, we're in the risk business um, at One Life. And one of the things that we that we currently measuring in terms of health is is one of the very important pillars of your health is sleep. Mm. In a recent study that we did um, with our Pulse customers, who wears the, the Samsung wearable that we provide, um, we found that you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, we're a sleep-deprived nation. Most people don't get enough sleep. So how much sleep are we supposed to be getting versus how much sleep we're actually getting? Right. Um, so the popular view is between seven and nine hours is plenty, but it's preferable to get between eight and nine hours. And it's not only the, the number of hours that we have to sleep, it's also the quality of the sleep that's really important. Mm-hmm. So we talk about uninterrupted sleep when we're looking at, for example, REM sleep or deep sleep or light sleep. We measure all of those factors, and we also measure the, the portion in between that you're actually awake. And, and that's the most dangerous mm-hmm. thing, is that interruption of our sleep patterns. That could really cause hypopredial health. Now, you're just saying, ideally, seven to nine hours, or eight to nine around about there. And I know we've got people listening right now that probably just laugh. They spat out some of their coffee as they laugh, because they're like, yeah, in a perfect world, you know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, Anton, to get that kind of sleep? And that's that's where we are at right now, realizing we're not doing well in the sleep. But then we say stuff like, ah, you know what, I'll catch up next week, or over the weekend, or tomorrow. But you know, yeah. I've got work to do and stuff like that. And, and we never really catch up, do we? No, we don't. No, we don't. And, I, you know, similarly to not getting enough sleep, um, unfortunately, and I know this is going to sound really, really bad, but unfortunately, there's also something like getting too much sleep. Yeah. And that's unfortunately sometimes, it's called hypersomnia, and that's unfortunately sometimes a result of poor sleep patterns. Oh. So for, for weeks and weeks, we have this poor sleep pattern where we have to be too late, um, we our sleep is interrupted. We wake up during the evenings, and then often we're so tired the next day that we right at one point in time we say, "Oh, the weekend I'm just going to catch up." But then we actually sleep too much, which is also not great for your health. Yeah, so we're trying to maintain good health, but then as an insurer, you're sort of looking at people and saying, "Well, now you become a bit risky because if you're not sleeping well, do you do you sort of?" have this broad brush stroke over people. If you're not sleeping well, you're potentially not taking good care of yourself and you become high risk. Um, yes, that's, that's, a, that's an unfortunate fact. But for us, it's not so much about the negative. For us, for us it's more about the positive. Yeah. So we really want to encourage our clients to, one, be aware um, of their sleep patterns because, I mean, once you're aware of your sleep patterns and how long you actually sleep, it's only then that you can really start doing something about it. So, mm. And we're really wanting to encourage our customers to have the, the best life and the best health and that they can have. Mm. And 
<laughs> and, and you know, these different pillars. I mean, sleep is one of them. And sleep is probably the easiest way. You, know, you don't have to go to gym and exercise and do all of that. You just need to sleep properly. Yeah. It's got such a huge impact on, on your health. Yeah, and get a nice bed. You know, I've, uh, I, I had this conversation yeah. as a kid with my dad. He would always say, when you're yeah. older, uh, buy a, the, the best bed you can afford. Think about it. I mean, that's almost Absolutely. like a third of your whole life is going to be spent sleeping. So at least do it in a comfortable uh, space that's good for your body. 100%. And, and Brad, that touches on what you can actually do to improve your sleep. And, and absolutely, one of the things is get the best bed you can buy. Mm. But I, I know simple things are just to you know, maintain a proper sleep hygiene. Make sure that you sort of try to go to bed at the same time every night. Make sure that the environment is, um, is, is conducive to good sleep. It must be very, very dark. Um, obviously, no noises, no sound. Um, another thing that you can really do that's really helpful is to make sure that you don't have you know, lots of screen time. Mm. Um, checking those WhatsApps, checking that Instagram, checking that Facebook. Tell them, Anton, so tell maybe, them. <laughs> you know, maybe an hour, and I know I'm very guilty of this. Yeah, me too. Um, but an hour, I think most of us, but you know, an hour or so before you go to bed, try to reduce the screen time significantly. Mm. Um, try to cut back on the on the caffeine if you can. Yes. Just have a good sleep and... Um, You'll be surprised at the results. Yeah, and, and I suppose we could get a good routine going, Anton. You know, we've got routines for everything else. We go to school this time, drop the kids this time, go to work this time, go to the gym this yep. time, eat this time. But yet sleep would be determined on whether or not we're going to watch another one of those series episodes. You know, sleep is like, whatever, I'll get there when I get there. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and once again, I think the reason for that is that we don't know how detrimental not getting enough sleep can be to us. We know that if we, if we follow the wrong diet or if we don't exercise, that that has a definite impact. But we're not always aware of the fact that sleep is so important. And, and that's why it's the sleep day, that, that the World Sleep Day is so important because it raises awareness mm. of, of, of sleep actually being a human privilege. I'd love to do a little poll for the few moments we got left of the program before 9 o'clock this morning. If you're listening and you uh, got your phone, let me know you're in the studio. How many hours of sleep do you get in general? And uh, there's no judgment here. <laughs> just, we're just curious. How many hours do you get of sleep every night? Not what you'd like to get, but what realistically did you get? Like, what did you do last night? Let us know. 081-7291-657. 081-7291-657. Great to connect with uh, Anton uh, Kit this morning, uh, Head of Risk Services at One Life. Let's uh, make good habits, say, uh, Anton. Let's uh, develop good habits, and sleep needs to be one of those good habits. Absolutely. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for having me, and um, let's sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, like it. Thanks, Anton. Have a great day and a super weekend. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.